0: And welcome to Paradigm Playbook, a podcast for entrepreneurs in the business of sports. Your hosts, Dave Kozak and Steve Cook, are business owners, successful entrepreneurs, sports enthusiasts, avid readers, and longtime friends. For years, they've read every business book on the market and built successful companies with what they've learned. This podcast will give you the critical takeaways in just 15 minutes a week. It's a quick and easy playbook for building a winning sports business. And now, here are your hosts, Dave and Steve. Hey, everybody, and welcome
1: back to Paradigm Playbook's podcast. Today, we're getting into the next game. or getting to the playoffs. This is uh, what we call second-stage entrepreneurship. Um, it was inspired by the book, Second-Stage Entrepreneurship, Ten Proven Strategies for Driving Aggressive Growth by uh, Dan uh, Weinfurter. Um you know, this is an interesting concept altogether, Steve, because, you know, when you smart start a small business, um, you know, if you don't have that growth mindset, and we can talk about a, a dozen books that I think are beneficial to read in that, in that regard, um, you can catch yourself in a trap, and scalability becomes an issue, and I think this, there's, some, there's some really good points here, and, you know, the quote takeaway here, Near, neither sheer smarts nor intuition are sufficient for any enterprise to move from starting a business to growing it into a, a significant enterprise.
2: Yeah, and and you know, there's another book out there that we're, we're going to have to dig into at one point. That's called um, "What Got Us Here Won't Get Us There." Yep. And it's kind of simplifies what this is. So this book, I think, is is fun. So you always talk about golden nuggets, and yep. I think this one, as you're reading through it, you just start pulling golden nuggets. So, so it, this is one. Um, this is one of my highlight books. So if I go through this book, I'm going to be
1: marking. There's a lot of marks in this book, Um, but it's good. So, um, and and I think there's, you know, there, there's something to be said, uh, and and I'll I'll drop some books in here that have had influence in me. Uh, Carol Dweck's mindset, um, laws of lifetime growth, uh, Dan Sullivan. And you know, I mean even how to win friends and influence people the OG from Dale Carnegie um, all of these books good to great they're all well, and
2: it will kick back to Gino Wickman um,
1: in traction and yep. the eOS
2: um, you know so eOS may be not as important in a startup but once you're rolling and, Correct. You, and you know the systems become so you got to check your operating system
1: you know and I, and I will give you a very good point I, I preach in in our company all the time that Um, You know, you have a business, and if you want your business to become an organization, as we talk about organizations, Mm -hmm. you know, big corporations, they're called organizations for a reason. It's how you organize and how you systematize what you do to be scalable and repeatable and have predictable results, right? That's what you're going for.
2: Yeah, so it's... um it's more than just size. It has to be efficiency. It has to be All, profit. Yeah. It has to be. So the systems become the key of it. So, um, the author here starts off with, um, and, and he keep, keeps saying, you know, over and over again, you, you have to change. So he's big on change, and we've talked a lot about that. I mean,
1: we can go right back to who moved my cheese. Right? Yeah,
2: yeah. So that that's where we are with this one. But he starts out by just kind of a little review of business, general small business, where he says, you know, roughly 20% of small businesses fail within the first year, and 33% of small businesses fail within two years. Yeah, that's a big chunk of business. It's
1: huge, and and if you think about it, that's, you know, one of the the side. Things that we do is talking to these people so that they don't take and squander their 401k that they earned to trade it into a business and have it fail, right?
2: So, I mean, if you look at those numbers 20%, 33%, and, and again, 50% of new businesses survive five years, which says 50% don't. Yeah. <laughs> so it's the same thing. But if you look at any of those numbers, um, it kind of gives you a three to five year window to start planning your second stage business um, and start, you know, thinking about what changes you can make.
1: Yeah. And if if you go right back to EOS and you look at that vision traction organizer, they talk about the one-year goal, Mm -hmm. the three-year vision, or I guess it's the three-year goal and the 10-year vision. And so, but then they break it down beyond that to the 90-day rocks. And it's like, okay, you got to get certain things done. And part of having a systematic approach to business when you get into it is you're going to be wearing a thousand hats mm-hmm. right and so you know i think the other statistic that that is really important for people to understand is that the poor cash flow accounts for 82% of business failures right yeah i mean yeah that, that's
2: huge i mean it is. it's like you know we all go into business for passions and whatever but bottom line is to to generate revenue because you have to make a profit to stay yeah so well I mean, and, and not even cool. a
1: profit you've got cash flow can be just cash management meaning you know, if you hire too fast or you hire too slow, it, it, there's there's double-edged sword to every decision you make as a small business owner, right? Um, you know, I think the, the craziest the thing yeah, statistically we're yeah. dealing with right now is 60% of small businesses closed during the pandemic. Staggering. Yeah. And, and and
2: some could pick up where they left off. Some, a lot, didn't pick up at all. And others, it was a restart. So yeah. So you had total reboot to get going. So, you know, there's a lot of it. Um, to get to that vision point that you said 10 years out, there's only about a third of those that start. And there are thousands of businesses that start every year in the United States. Yep. So you're looking at only a third of them make it. Um, yeah. And so he also makes the big point that only about half the small businesses anticipate growth. So, I, you know, I, and we're going to get clear on what type of growth we're talking about.
1: And, and I would also mention that half of the small businesses that don't anticipate growth f- fail to survive um, because there's no upward mobility for people. There's no, uh, there's no, there's no incentive to stay mm-hmm. in that game, right? Imagine you're a small mm-hmm. business owner and you've got five employees and you say, this is where we're gonna be. Yeah. You say to employee number five, this is your life in my company. Well, what's, what's that person's incentive to stay? Right? yeah to learn as much as they can and, and then movable, compete and with you. <laughs> yeah exactly or have that that entrepreneurial seizure and say yeah, well I can do this yeah sure yeah and they do um
2: now whether the business closed failed um succeeded or sold yep. 84% of those people said hey I'd do it all over again so it is fun so we get back to the entrepreneurial roller coaster there's ups and downs but we're enjoying the
1: ride yeah absolutely so um, let's get into the, kind of the, the big subject matter here, grow or die, right? Um, and, and the second stage of entrepreneurship is so much different than the first stage. The first stage is the gauntlet. It's coming at you at, a, at like drinking out of a fire hose every single day. You're making decisions, you're putting out fires, you're focused on gaining that new client, gaining all that stuff. Well, the, the success metric to me is how many of those clients do you keep, right? How many of these those people become repeat customers? And that's when you start to get into this idea of scalability, right? So the three pointers for today um, are, it's it's really kind of the idea that you have to decide to grow and commit right. to grow, number one. Um, and then the, the second point is, is it a new business versus a growth plan, right? Yeah, and,
2: so at the very least, you're going to have to adjust your business plan. So if you go back to business model campus, and if you laid that out um and, and even if it works, yep. it has to change.
1: Uh, and it, yeah. and it, is a, or it is a consummate and organic process.
2: So that second point, the key word in there is new. Yes. So whether it's business or growth, it's, it's a new plan.
1: Yeah. And then number three, and probably the single most important advice that I would give any new business owner is Processes. And how you develop them, how you document them, and how you communicate them, right? You talk to building. We, we talked a lot about culture and building culture in previous podcasts and previous game plan videos. And the processes help to define that, right? If you tell someone you, this is the expectation, they're going to probably follow through on it. If you build the process and don't communicate the process to someone, high probability of failure, right? you look at it, it we'll use grand slam as an example i've noticed i walk in grand slam and if there's something on the ground that needs to be in the garbage can i pick it up and throw it away mm-hmm. not everybody does that right how many times have you picked stuff up yeah daily yeah and so it's a cultural thing that you have to develop there and that's a simple example but so again the three pointers decide to grow and commitment to growth uh, a new business versus a growth plan and the culmination of new business slash growth plan uh, and then the processes and, and Dave,
2: before we dig into, you know, any of the points, um, here's the things that you need to grow. So, um, and this isn't a wish or a want. This yep. is a need. So, one is capital. Two is governance. And um, the author uses governance term in, you know, it describes the power, inclination, and ability to control the day-to-day. Yep. So, you have to, you know, you have to have the ability to govern your business. So, I, I think governance is a... Uh, it's not usually used in business, but it's a good word.
1: Well, um, and I and I think that that leads to why you see so many franchise opportunities. Yeah, there's a governance built into it. Right. It's already done for you, so people can pick that up and say, "Hey, this is how we operate. This is how we make our profit margin." And,
2: and in Gino's EOS system, basically, that's what he's saying is, you know, prepares if you're going to franchise it. Yep. And then also, you need the staffing. You need. Positioning, whether it's market location or, or you're standing in the business, if, if you're 10th in your field and you're looking for massive growth, you're going to have problems. You have to fix what's there. Yep. So you need uh, standing. And then the last thing, and dear to my heart, is selling. Yep. So you have to be willing to sell and set up a system for selling.
1: And if there's a slogan that Steve and I have lived by in our businesses and our success, it's everybody sells. Yeah everybody from the top to the bottom it's it is the interaction that each person has with a client that is selling it's not yeah it's not me pitching something right that's not a sale the the sell is the constant involvement in the activity of presenting and hey you just finished up this program here's another one we're doing this spring you guys may be interested
2: it's communication the value and opportunities that your business puts out there
1: so let, let's dig in, and we're not going to get deep into each of these. We're going to hit them real quick, and we'll go way deep, way way deeper into them in the game plan video. So if you're if you're not a member, subscribe so you can get the full in depth uh, analysis here. But point number one: decide to grow, right?
2: So that that your decision has to be purposeful. Um, it's a decision that you make. You can't count. You know, we're not counting organic growth, um, inflation, or you know. Yep. Any of that, that's not the growth we're talking about. We're intentional growth, is what we're talking about.
1: Um, and, and you have to be committed to all the needed change, right? You can't just say, oh, well, we probably need to do this and, and not go for it, right? There's one thing that is true in all realities you cannot change the past. Right. right and if you're worried about the decision that was made your eyes aren't on the prize right i always say uh one of my other quotes and i don't know who to give credit to i forget where i got it but it's probably the most powerful and influential one in my life which is uh worry is a misuse of imagination mm-hmm. so if you're worried about the decision you're worried about what you're about to do you're worried about it you're, you're thinking in the wrong mindset right and the
2: the, the commitment of that to that decision is, and I like, you know, I, I've been using Gino a lot this morning, but his his saying, let go of the vine. Yep. You know, when you're high, it's like, you got to trust that your decision is right. Let go of the past, move on, and just do it.
1: And and again, you know, the decision may be wrong, but it's, it's yeah. you got to proceed forward and learn from it. Don't make the same wrong decision twice, right? So th- there's a lot of more dis- uh,
2: bits about the decision to, to grow that we'll get into. But let's move on to point two.
1: Yep. Okay, so, so point two is that um, you need a new business growth plan, right? You have to think about growth. It's an active activity, right? right? It's not something, oh, I want to grow.
2: No, it's, you, you have to you know, put it down in writing and then get all the pieces in place. Do you have, If you're going to grow in that direction, do you have the right training in, in place? Do you have the right people in place? Do you have the money to do it? Yep. So you, all those things count. Um as i say a go go without a plan is just a wish.
1: Yeah and and you know you've got to go back to some of these things we've already introduced to you and now with a growth plan in mind utilize the same tools the SWOT analysis the business model canvas the vision traction organizer uh and then one we'll introduce in the in the coming weeks is the superman syndrome and trying to avoid that at all costs as you put a growth plan together because the worst growth plan is the one where you do everything right?
2: And I think you have to be aware, you know, we talked about the nine business, um, you know, uh, pieces in business model canvas, and you're making a change in one. You have to understand the effect
1: that it has on
2: all other eight. So, and it will.
1: You know, and I had an interesting conversation this morning with my personal trainer, and we were talking about the value of people in small business and versus the value of people in big business. And I said to him, you know, For me, the most important person is the person that has experience in accounting, experience in human resources, experience in sales and customer service. In big corporations, that may not be the case. They may want the person that has 15 years of singular experience. Well, that person isn't valuable to me because I don't have that job. I don't. Ha- I have someone I need. I need multiple players, right? So again, who changes seats? How do you make those decisions? How many How many hats does a single person wear, right? All things that need to be included in the growth in, plan. In baseball, we say the five tool. The player. five tool player all day long. Um, and then number three, which I think is the most important, is process. And process isn't simply about growth. Process is about a repeatable activity. That can generate revenue, right? Yeah,
2: and I think you have to take the time to understand that what you're doing, the growth is so much different than what you did as a startup. Yeah. Um, You can get away with a lot of things in a startup, including not making a profit. Yep. In growth, you can't.
1: Absolutely not. There's a
2: lot of things. So you have to think about all, you know, go back to it, you know, what got us here won't get us there. You have to do it differently.
1: Yep. And you know, the old adage, hire slow, fire fast. Right. Well, what's that person going to cost you? Is it going to be a direct bottom line when you bring those people in? All of these things have to be discussed out. So, you know, what technology are you using? How are you hiring and training people? What are, what are the delegation of duties? What are the reporting responsibilities? You know, we could go, I could go on on process all day long, but the simplest process to the most complex process should be documented and communicated. Right. And and
2: one of those processes has to be the delineation of responsibilities, so that you're not duplicating. You know, two people aren't duplicating. All of a sudden, you're going to grow. Um, but if, if you're just going to grow and bring more customers into your business, that's not real growth.
1: Absolutely. So I'm gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We'll get in. We'll get in depth to the, into this into our game plan video. Again, if you're not a member, go to paradigmplaybook.com and is it .com or .net .com .com and, uh, you know, become a member and get this stuff in, in real time every week. So uh, growth is necessary for those that want to be in business long term. Yeah, that's it. Bottom line. If you're not thinking growth, you are subject to the statistics we rattled off in the beginning, right? 50% of, of, of new businesses fail in five years. Why? Right. Because their eyes aren't on the prize in the future. Um, you know, and and to summarize the three points again, number 1, you have to decide to grow and you have to be committed to growth. Um a new business needs a growth plan uh in different stages as you develop that growth plan expands just like the business model. Uh and then your processes are paramount.
2: Yeah, I mean, I this is a great book as I said from the beginning. This is one where you can just keep pulling out those nuggets, there's little things, little things you have to do. Um and what you're doing, that growth is going to give your business value, whether it's uh, financial or personal satisfaction or legacy, or who knows, you may want to sell it someday. So yep. this is important, you know, and, you know, the decision to grow is is the decision to exist. If yep. you're not growing, you're shrinking.
1: Yeah. And and I think most importantly, growth needs to enhance the customer experience, the staff culture, and your bottom line. Yeah. Right. That's why right. we're doing this. All right, guys, that's been Paradigm Playbook Podcast. Uh... become a member and get the game plan video.
0: Thanks. Paradigm Playbook members, your exclusive content, including the related page from the playbook and game plan video for applying this concept to your business are available now. Check your inbox today. Visit ParadigmPlaybook.com for past episodes and additional resources for running a successful sports business. See you next week.